I spent my Saturday night this week with my family celebrating my birthday a little bit early. My gram, who other than not being born in Ireland, is as Irish as they come. We were sitting by the fire and I thought it was a good time to tell her a story that she might like. Maybe you'll like it too. In October 2017, I went on a big group trip to my literal motherland, Ireland. Like I mentioned, it was a very big group trip, six other comedian friends, and then four of my everyday besties. I was staying in the Airbnb with the comedy crew, and it was a blast. Bit after bit, joke after joke, LOLs everywhere. At nights, we would cross over with my friends who were also on the vacation, and it was just more fun on top of that. From Dublin, which was the origin city from where we started our trip, everyone was making their way down to the town of Dingle. Beautiful city. Cobblestones, pubs, the water was filled with dolphins, a Hansel and Gretel-ass place, and you know what I mean. The comedy crew, however, we were staying in a town right outside of Dingle, about 20 minutes away. This was a big and beautiful Airbnb. The town was gorgeous, but it wasn't exactly what I would call a party town. Bit quiet, green as far as the eyes can see, goats and shit, fresh air, and just silent. But I didn't want a silent, quiet town. I wanted to see my girls and see Dingle. We had two cars in our group, seven people, and none of us wanted to be the designated driver. Even if one person did volunteer to do it, we needed two volunteers to get our whole group there, so it was just no dice. I, on the inside, was seething. And this is no one's fault. We were all being responsible, but I just wanted to see and hang with my friends so bad. My heart was with them, and the heart wants what the heart wants. There were some bars in this Irish farm town that we were in, and I'm going to need you to picture them. Imagine a very quiet Irish neighborhood lined with elbow room, evenly spaced, two-family cottage-like homes. But they aren't homes. They're bars. Empty. Well, the first one we walked in wasn't empty. There was a bartender, and sitting at his bar was a man, another man, a woman, and a baby on her lap. You could tell by the record scratch heard around the globe that they did not want seven Americans crashing their party, so we kept it moving. We find another bar not too far down the road, but I'm pissed at this point. The night was so uneventful, and I was sad that it wasn't going my way. I needed a little space from the group because I'm self-aware, and I knew that my poor attitude might sour the night. Remember, one bad apple spoils the bunch. So when they took their drinks outside, I opted to stay inside and see if the libations and someone I hadn't spent every waking minute of the last three days with could turn my frown upside down. Space can change a lot, let me tell you. It was only me and the bartender in there, and she indulged my conversation. After round one, I confess that though I'm having a great time on the trip overall, tonight wasn't exactly going the way I envisioned. I was being called to Dingle, but I was stuck here. And let's face it, this wasn't exactly the kind of town you could just call a cab or an Uber in. But wow, all of a sudden, my new bartender friend, she had the solution. She knew a man by the name of Potty, who she guaranteed would take us to town if we wanted. She called Potty, and he said he'd do it for 100 euro. And that is 100 euro total, there and back. Split seven ways, by the way, is an incredible deal. 
Potty showed up. He was about five foot two, 107 years old, 203 pounds, with the whitest hair and the pinkest cheeks you have ever seen. Two of the people in our group thought it was a good idea, much to my absolute embarrassment, to try and haggle with Potty on his already agreed upon price to lower our cab fare. Potty, without explicitly saying these words, let these two know where they could shove the two euros apiece they'd be saving if the haggle went through. He was the one doing us a favor. Let us not forget that, chums. Finally, we were locked and loaded in the potty wagon. Eureka! His Irish brogue was so thick, no one in his car could understand him. Having grown up around brogues myself, it was absolute music to my ears listening to him talk. I acted as a potty translator. He assured us he'd be back at our agreed-upon time for our agreed-upon rate. And finally, our dingle adventure could begin. We had a nice dinner. Not that I've ever had a bad meal in Ireland. The food is incredible there. I cut out a dinner a wee bit early. That's what they say in Ireland. They say wee bit (laughs) to go meet my pals. They were just up the road at a pub. Before I walked out, I asked the hostess if it was safe for me to walk down these Jack the Ripper streets alone at night. Love, there hasn't been a crime in seven years, is how she responded. And she was right. When I met up with the gang, I felt like I broke through the tape at the end of a finish line. We drank our faces off, danced to live music, and depending on who's retelling the story, I may have drunkenly sobbed uncontrollably for 20 minutes in the bathroom. But who even remembers? Also, if you haven't drunkenly uncontrollably sobbed in a pub in Ireland, grow up. As the night came to an end, we knew it was time for Potty to take us home. We piled into the potty wagon, and I sat shoddy listening to him tell us all about the cliffs and shit. I told him how I used to be a competitive Irish step dancer, thanks to my grandmother who took care of all of my lessons. We don't have a Monica on the fact check this week, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only Irish step dancer in history to ever place in a hard shoe competition while competing in soft shoe. You're not even supposed to be competing in a hard shoe competition wearing a soft shoe. What up, Michael Flatley? So after telling Potty this fact about myself, he drove us to the top of a cliff. Everyone piled out of the car. It was pitch black out, and he blasted some Irish step music. And I Irish danced on top of that cliff for him and everybody in that van just outside the town of Dingle. That is something that I will cherish forever. Is there a lesson? <sighs> Don't settle for a bag of pebbles when you're actually the pot of gold. It's time for the rocket. Welcome to the Rocky Rundown, where you get to learn a little bit about my week. Party God Squad, hello! Did you have a good week? I hope it was filled with, well, whatever or whoever you wanted it to be filled with. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I saw the hottest man working for UPS on Wednesday. I'm sorry, hump day coming in with a bang? 
I was walking home, hungry as usual, and I spot a man snack and an ice cream man with his caravan of snacks. Naturally, I wanted both, but my stomach ruled that it was time for my first cone of the season. I was also feeling brave enough to holla at Eddie, the name I gave him in my head. But it's UPS, bruh. He got a whole route to bust through. Do I have time for both the cone and the man? I looked to see where Eddie was. He was about halfway up the road. After I got my cone, which we knew took priority, I took my two good feet and my sassy little ice cream cone and walked at a pace that would not make me sweatier than I already was pre-knowing about Eddie's existence. As I power walked down the street like a woman who could hear her precious eggs expiring one by one inside of her, Eddie was on the move again. Damn, inflation stay affecting the amount of packages the hardworking American can afford on a weekly basis. I lost him. Shit. And I had my opening line down pat. Hey, I couldn't help but notice you hopping back in your truck. I would have caught up to you sooner had my howling stomach not overridden my desire to be penetrated in the back of your UPS truck. If you're single, hit me up sometime. That was the sound of me pulling out my card. I love these freaking cards. And relax. I wasn't going to fuck him on top of your packages. It was daytime, and I'm a night owl. I lost him. I lost Eddie. Defeated, I crossed the street closer to my destination. I patted myself on the back for being brave enough to approach him if only I had the chance and began fantasizing about my next meal. Then, what do I see across the street? Eddie's truck. Okay, you gotta do it. You gotta talk to him. But when I got closer to the truck, it was empty. He wasn't even in sight of any of the surrounding doorsteps, and I looked at all the doorsteps. Perhaps he was in the back of his truck, pounding out someone who looked like me but had resisted the sweet, sweet crunch of a Mr. Softy cone because she has self-control. Listen, Eddie... It ain't me, babe. I don't have self-control. So you pound her out while I pass you by. I'll be okay. All that being said, feel free to send me packages from UPS if anyone is feeling generous, but make sure that they need to be signed for. We were very close to my house. I'm sure I'm along his route. Last week, I did a call to arms reaching out to certain states where I have yet to have listenership in. But after much thought, Party God Squad... I want to do better. I want to get even more specific. I want everyone listening to take a deep breath, clear your mind, close your eyes unless you're driving, and ask yourself, do I know anyone who lives in Rocket City, Alabama, aka Huntsville? That's right. From now on, until I hear from a satisfied listener in Rocket City, Alabama, we will be using our collective powers. And shouting out this city. Did you know that Huntsville, a.k.a. the Rocket City, is home to the largest space museum in the world? Now you do. Speaking of listeners, last week I also asked if anyone knew what I meant when I texted myself, at 5am by the way, the sentence, Parallel O. O.S. Feeling One-Eyed Monster. Listener and friend of the pod, you know her from episode 40, Megan O'Malley, wrote in her interpretation to me, which was, you're seeing yourself off screen, penis, quote, fucking like a man, end quote. 
Having unstoppable confidence, getting it done, you're in control. Thank you, Meg. Here I was thinking I just sleep poked myself in the eye with my vibrator by mistake again. So I appreciate you helping me make sense of my ramblings. If anyone's offended by her fucking like a man comment, don't be. I know what she's trying to say. That brings us to Rocky's highest thoughts, my most stoned thoughts of the week. Number one. I saw a meme that was an open carton of cigarettes with a few cigarettes in it and a lighter inside. It said, girls that carry this can fight and fight often. Maybe girls that carry their lighter like that are fighting because they don't have pockets for their fucking lighters. Ever think about that meme account? Number two, in the vein of lighters. One time a girl who was dating someone who, how do you say, has been inside me many times, asked me to borrow a lighter. And my friend Isabel heard her and shouted, Did she just ask you for a dollar? And I think about that 100% of the time. Number three, someone was hitting on me and I was like, yo, is this working? Number four, is it possible to be the good guy and simultaneously the bad guy? And number five, Saturday while I was celebrating my birthday with the fam, my Aunt Dee was in charge of the music. So she said, okay guys, I'm going to throw on some John Mayer, classic D." to which my dad replied, is that the one whose heart was broke guy? Yeah, dad, that's the one whose heart was broke guy. My guest this week is comedian Dory Dimples. Dory's wild word was Miami Vice, so put on your best swimsuit and get sexy with it, baby. My girl is about to tell you a doozy. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Wild Nights with Rocky, on Twitter at Wild Nights Pod. If you'd like to watch extended interviews with all of my guests, please subscribe on YouTube. And if you want to support the show with your wallet so I can provide you bigger and better content, please sign up for my Patreon for $2 or $5 a month. A big thank you to anyone who's written a review on Apple Podcasts and a future thank you to anyone who is going to write a review after this episode. It really does make a difference. And now... Please enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Dory Dimples. Dory, welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast. Hey, Rocky. What's up? Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you. This is great. Uh, We've been trying to make this happen, so I'm glad we have. This is awesome. Yes, the stars finally aligned for us. They sure did. And I am so excited to get into your Wild Nights story. Now, right now, you're in New York as well, right? Yes, I am. Queens, Have you New made York. it out? Queens, too. Have you um, Have you made it outside today? Not today. Not for the day yet, no. Okay, when you make it outside, I'm telling you right now, she is a beautiful spring day. It's going to turn into a miserable cold night. That's how oh, they no, all are. Oh, no, no. That's how they all are. It was nice yesterday, too. So you're saying right now we've got this beautiful spring day on our hands, but any minute towards the night, it's going to take a turn and we're going to hit that rain. A hundred percent rain. I'm talking about the tornado winds. Oh no, tornado. So our weather is getting to be a little bit uh, Floridian, if you will, maybe even a little Miami vice. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I so, guess so. Cause you, you guess know, it's so. always hot in Miami. <laughs> so Dory's wild word was Miami vice. And I know 
I am on the edge of my seat for this story. You are on the edge of your seat for the story. So Dory, give us your wild night story, Miami Vice. So the wild night story is South Beach. This was just a regular weekend because I used to live in Florida and okay. going to Miami was just a regular thing. And this is just a regular day. I'm in my cute little bikini with my little poom poom shorts. You uh-huh. know? Hanging out with my girls, drinking, walking down. And it's definitely Collins Avenue. We was walking down. And this is that a big, is that a very popular street there? I've never oh, been to yes. Miami. It's Ocean, it's Collins, then Washington. Collins is more like the food. Everyone's sitting outside of their hotels. People passing by, drinking, having a yeah. good time kind of vibe. So we're walking kikiing. And this beautiful specimen of a man pulled up to us and started talking to us and all yeah. that. He's like, hey, you want to come hang out with us? Yeah, I sure do want to come yeah, hang out yeah. with you looking like Usher. <laughs> go back to his hotel room. We're drinking, we're drinking. He was like, oh, we're about to go on this boat. A boat? Now, how I, many people were in your group? Three. It was me and my other friend and her friend. So Perfect. it was just three of us. And for him? It was about five. Okay. And my friend, so everyone had a playmate. We, we like those odds. Everyone had a playmate. So they were like, oh, you want to go on this boat? Push come to shelf. We end up on this little yacht. Okay. And we go around the whole thing of Miami and drinks are flowing. Mm. Weed is being passed yep. around. People are like hopping in the jacuzzi, hopping out of the jacuzzi, hopping in the jacuzzi, having a great time. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, you want to go back to the hotel? Sure. More drinking, more partying. All of a sudden, we are butt naked on the rooftop having sex in this jacuzzi. You and him. Yes. You and Usher. Bucket wow. And then we kept on having sex for the entire weekend. I don't think we left out after that. Uh Uh-huh. And this is meeting him that night. Right, right, right. Same night, meeting him, boat, hot tub, jacuzzi. And then I just completely just take him hostage and just have sex with him the entire weekend. Yeah. And like we order room service, all this other. And it was just like, we were a couple for that weekend. And then that's it. Never heard or seen from him again. And the one crazy thing about him, he didn't have a belly button. Whoa. So how were you born? How were you made? You get what I'm saying? It's just like, no social media, nothing. It's just like, he just literally disappeared. It was like, he just came, met me for that night, did me all crazy. I mean, hair pulling, scratching on, I mean, butt wild crazy sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacuzzi, balcony, everywhere. In the middle of the day, having sex on the balcony. People are driving around at both, giving us thumbs up because we were just... Going for it, going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going for it the whole entire time. Like just crazy, 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 wow. crazy, crazy. I'm not a, a one night stand person like mm-hmm. that per se. Yeah. I was in a relationship the entire time. So, <laughs> so I had this crazy ass weekend while having a man. I don't know if it's the wildest thing, but I think it's the wildest thing to me because it's just, I've never just met somebody on whim, mm-hmm. click with them, and then had the best sex I've ever had in my life. And so, then never see them again. I'm going to take us back to, to square one because I got mm-hmm. some questions. Number okay. one, number one, you had one friend, but you mentioned her friend was her friend. So were yeah. the three of you still vibing for the beginning of the trip, like before Usher came into the picture? Oh, yeah. We were going, um, we were having lunch. Yeah, I know her friend too, but it's just okay. like, I'm not friends with that friend anymore, that friend. So that's why gotcha. I said her friend. You gotcha, know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha, okay, Yeah, I've perfect. known her for, for years. Yeah, I've but known that, them for years. So it was an okay group. We're meshing. The three of us are having a good time. Now, was there any pushback from the other two ladies when the car pulls up 
that you weren't going to get in or everyone was on the same page right from jump? Everyone was pretty much on the same page right from jump because okay. I think our feet were tired from walking and mm-hmm. it was like a godsend blessing that we had this ride. Now, did you believe him when he said, um, now you said first you went back to the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Did you believe him when you when he said, we're going to go on a yacht, this is going to be crazy, that's typical Miami? Or were you like, oh, this could be a bad situation? Was there any part of you that thought it could be a bad situation? No, just okay. based on the hotel room. The hotel was stupid. Yeah, y'all here with money, y'all good. The yacht, I've never been on a yacht yet. No yacht yet. Yes. Um, I'm trying to yacht, but not yet. So when you got on there, was there bartenders? Was there like was- food service? Or you just like fixed drinks like if you were on a regular boat there was definitely a bartender and they had like a platter what's the name of that board the cheese board with charcuterie the, the charcuterie mm-hmm. board they had the fresh fruit um i think there was even some crab legs for some reason but i don't like crab legs it was mm-hmm. i mean it was a spread it was gotcha. definitely a spread and we were out on the water probably for like two hours wow so I, I think this was already set up for them mm-hmm. and we were just like the lucky girls to go along like he was going out to kind of say okay go find us some girls you know he only came back with three women he so he did all right but i'm mm. sure the other two guys were a little disappointed right i don't think that nope. anybody oh. was disappointed got it got it got it got, it, got it everybody <laughs> was very friendly if you get what i, I got say. exactly it was what you're saying <laughs> not a huge orgy but light orgy is orgy um, tendencies you know? yeah right or- definitely you're on the yacht drinking of course yeah. you're gonna want to be sexy you know some people might yeah. have clothes on some people did not have clothes on oh i got you one of them yeah you yeah, know? yeah you were letting you were letting it out feeling all good. of it out were there drugs involved? Was there some Molly? No, actually, there was no Molly. I wasn't a Molly person at that time because this okay. was like 2010. Okay. So, no, it was just definitely a little bit of white yep, lady. Yep, 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 and yep. And a little bit of a whole Green lot of lady. That. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So now, my next question were the girls at all judgmental? When you left and spent the weekend with him, this was supposed to be a girl's weekend or a girl's trip. When you left with him and you guys got booed up for the weekend, were they disappointed or they were rooting for you? They were not disappointed. As long as they had the keys for the car, they were fine. Okay. They were Perfect. fine. Though That's the kind of girlfriends you want. Like, oh, yeah, of I course. You got a little girl. Go ahead. Just make sure you check in because mm-hmm. we don't know by, we don't know these guys. So just yeah. make sure that you check in and make sure everything's good periodically. Absolutely. But it was so nice. Now, he doesn't have a belly button. How's your first reaction to that? As he said, it was an accident that he got into. But I'm like, what accident? What kind of car accident that you lose your belly button? Did it look like he had a scar there? No. Okay. It was like, it was never there. Okay. That's an interesting accident. Right. That's what I'm saying. It was like, it was never there. Mm. Mm. I'm like, so where did you, who did you come from? Okay. So you have this great weekend with him. You're having sex. The cars are honking. People are waving at you from balconies. You're happy. Mm-hmm. Was your boyfriend at the time trying to contact you at all? He sure did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he how sure did you did. deal with that? I said that my phone fell into water and I had it in some rice, mm-hmm. right? And when he called my friend, my friend was like, oh, she's in the bathroom. And then she'll like call me and I will call three-way. Yeah. This <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, three-way from her phone. Like, yeah, you know, this is what's going on. Yeah, me and the girls are having a good time, you know. Wow. 
Did he ever mm-hmm. find out? No. No. Okay. Not Don't about listen that to this, ex. Don't listen to this. That's all right. He's married with kids now. He'll be okay, fine. Okay, good. He'll be all right. He'll be, He'll all, be right. all right. He'll be all right. Somewhere wishing. Somewhere wishing. Right? Exactly. <laughs> He'll be uh, fine. So this was in 2010, you said. So yes. there was still social media. You could do a little, you know, Facebook stalking then, what have yes. you. Couldn't find him. No. His name was Montea. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Right. And he was from like North Carolina, South Carolina. Never found him on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Again, actually with the same boyfriend. We were on a party bus to Miami. We were at a club. She's in Miami saw- searching for him. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was just sitting there. My feet was hurting. And like, I looked and I'm like, is that him? You know, I acted like I would go to the bathroom. And sure enough, it was him. And no. It sure enough was him. And I went back down the next night and... Yes, you went back him. down again with yes, your man like, there. Yeah. Oh my After, god. No, we Icon. went back home. We went back home in West yeah. Palm Beach. We went back home, and then I drove down the next day to go have sex with this man again. I mean, it was his penis, how he used it, the yeah. muscles. Yeah. It was just like it was what I needed at the time. I actually need that right now, to be honest. Some might yes, say, I "Oh my, it's so good." Yeah. It's just and it's just like you just disappear. I just never in my life just randomly met somebody and we just on that level click. It's like, yeah, his body knew exactly what to do to my body. I never once had a discussion with him about it. It just flowed. Wow. And I thought it was because of the alcohol. Yeah, it wasn't. But no. Because this even during the week and I'm, we were like sobered up and during it, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like a real estate guy, and but he was just not on social media. So it made me think that he wasn't either like it must have been a dream. But then when I saw him again, it was real. That, everything was real. And how kismic, how many years later were you in Miami when you saw him again? That was like a year later, actually. Wow. Okay. Okay. Because I was living in Florida. So mm-hmm. it was nothing for me, like going to Miami to go. was an everyday. Right. Mm-hmm. But to see him and like with his friend and even his friend remembered me. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. There was no chance of exchanging numbers. I think he did give me the number, but yeah. I don't think it was the right number. Yeah. And I don't think he wanted to. I really feel like it was just for that. He yeah. did not want to stay in contact. No, I believe that's just what it was just meant to be what it was. Right, right. Two ships passing and fucking. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. 100%. It is like that sometimes. I don't know if you ever try to do this, but there are, you know, there'll be like those one or two people that you've slept with and it was like a fleeting thing. And you'll be like, I wonder what they're up to right now. Let me look up what they have going on right now. Um, oh, I talk about three of them. Yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for them to croak so I could make a, you know, imprint of their penis and have it forever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be actually that would be a great invention, like just bring a little imprint kit with you when you go to sleep with someone. And then you're like, OK, now I know we're done. You'll get a 10 percent commission on this, but I'm just going to really try to really do quick. that. I really tried to do it in real <laughs> life. And the guy just was not with it. And I was like, I wish you were, because now we don't even talk together. And I've never seen a penis like that. You know, they definitely have the molds that you could do it. Dory's dildos. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be so amazing. Dory dildos, and you just I would have name the them after ones. I would yep. have all different type ones. Ones that you could hang on the ceiling. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. That would be amazing. Now, do you do you miss Miami being up here? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just the weather. Yeah. Just the weather and some of the food. The seafood in Florida is just next level. Really? The paella, ah, oh, just ah, oh, next level. The lobster, mm-hmm. the shrimp. The conch, the fact that you can get fried conch, mm-hmm. you don't get fried conch in New York. 
No. I don't think people in New York even know what conch is. I know what it is because I did a trip to Cayman Islands before. Mm-hmm. And oh, they, yes. Yeah, they do yes, it there. Yes, yes, yes. It's so good. Going to restaurants. There was this restaurant I used to go to. And it was like right off the intercoastal. Mm-hmm. And people used to come on their boats, drive up with their boats, hop yeah. out, eat dinner, and then hop back on their boats and drive home. You know, That's it's amazing. just like, it's just a different lifestyle. Florida was nice. Yeah, it was you nice. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you get to do comedy at all down there? Actually, Florida is where I first realized maybe I should start doing comedy. Um, as I was preparing myself to go on stage for the first time, I was doing a lot of research. So like watching documentaries, watching um, other comedians speak about their experience and stuff and just kind of writing I yeah. had like a notebook full of stuff. But due to some, you know, there were some problems at home and I had to come back home to help. I never touched this stage in Florida. Okay. And it wasn't until maybe five years later, I decided to to do comedy in New York. Florida was the place that was like, ah, light bulb. Maybe you sh- you are funny. Maybe you should do something with this. Mm-hmm. More so. Is there a place that you really, really want to travel to and do comedy? Give somebody a piece of Dory. Give a certain city a piece of Dory. Is that Florida or is that somewhere else? Piece of Dory. Florida would be nice because I do have people who would come and support me in Florida. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. I think it would have to be California. I did do Vegas and that to me was a dream come true Yeah, because I love Vegas so much and I've been to Vegas so many times. So to say that I had two shows in Vegas was amazing. But next time I want the shows to be packed out, you mm-hmm. know, with a lot more packed out. But I think California, just to be like, I was in Tinseltown and I Mm -hmm. did it there, you know, because I'm a New York bred comic. So I'm already in the hustle and bustle. So it's good to venture over. What's the West like? I've often heard people say New York, comparing New York comedians to LA comedians specifically, that it's a much slower pace where New York standups will hit three or four open mics a night. In LA, maybe you'll hit one or two. Right? Yeah, maybe Correct. two if you can make it over there. It's a, l- a little more slower pace. LA to me, they're just completely on a different vibe. I feel yeah. like that three hour time difference mm-hmm. makes a whole difference in how they move. Yeah. It's like it's a city, but they don't have the hustle. Right. Like they look at you like, what are you hustling for? It's a nice ass day. Sit down, smoke some weed, and relax. Like, they're, yeah. They'll do some networking and like everybody's trying to be like nice to this one and this one because you never know who can help you with what. But the hustle, the hustle mentality is not as nowhere. Nowhere has the hustle like New York. Yeah. Living in Florida, Pennsylvania, nowhere has the hustle like New York. It feels like if you want to be in the entertainment industry and you're a New Yorker, and I'm only speaking for myself and what I know from other entertainers I've talked to, it's wake up and what's my to-do list? What do I got to hit? Who do I have to talk to? It feels like um, almost toxic productivity. It feels good when there's accomplishments that come from that productivity, but it does feel like if I'm not doing something right now, that's it. I'm not going to have a career. Some of it is, but sometimes a girl like me, I'm like, oh, I don't got no shows tonight. Okay, I'll stay home. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I did barking for the first time this week and it was just like, yeah, this is different. 
I'm four years in now. Mm -hmm. So it's just like me barking now. It's kind of like, why are you now doing it? It's just because now I want to get into the clubs. So you have to go a different route to get into the clubs. You have to be more aggressive. Absolutely. So that's what I just want to let everyone know in case you're listening and you don't know what barking means. Barking is when you stand outside in the proximity of a, a comedy club and you try to get people to come in and watch the show. You usually sell them uh, the ticket to the show. Mm-hmm. and sell the show to them and you'll get a little bit of a percentage of the ticket and then you'll get to do stage time at the end of the night. Correct. Yeah, so right. that's what, what she means when she says barking. And uh, what what club did you start barking for? Grizzly Pear. Okay, cool. So downtown. So, yeah, I'm never downtown. I'm not, And that was an interesting experience. Yeah. Because it's me, it's me on the corner. You know what I look like. Um, Gorgeous. Uh, well, also chocolatey. Oh. They had, they had, they had a... a a homeless man asking for money. Mm-hmm. Like after I asked for a ticket, he would ask those same people for a dollar. Yeah. And then there was another Jamaican man selling people umbrellas. Gotcha. And then you had the crazy man who periodically walk around with his uh, rock wilder screaming at you. Oh, I didn't realize it was that was going to be, I was clutching my pearls. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is this, is this what this is? Yeah. Am, am I a prostitute for comedy now? Like, <laughs> like I'm a prostitute for these laughs. Like that's what a whole for jokes. <laughs> tricks for jokes you know oh my gosh that's what it felt like it it was just different yeah it was just different it's just like wow there's definitely a lot that goes on in the city I'm bougie like I I also think it's been a change I'm noticing and I've been having this discussion with a lot of people the pre-pandemic New York City to the, I mean, I know we're not Close. post-pandemic, but whatever this back in the world version of it is, it's different. It's a different vibe. And how they keep trying to get rid of the homeless people. It's wild. Like, I feel like it's forcing them into these other areas that you would not normally see them in. Correct. That's because where they were, it they're cleaning it up for whatever reason or for whoever they're cleaning it up for. It's, it's just what's going on here right now, if you're not in New York City, is just... They're not taking care of the people like they should be, frankly. And even the subways, I I was meeting a friend, a few of us went to a concert on Saturday night. And one of my girlfriends who lives in Brooklyn was simply trying to get to Bushwick from Clinton Hill. And it was like, she couldn't get the subway. The subway wasn't running. She couldn't get the bus. The bus time was wrong. She got on the bus. The bus took her to the wrong spot. And this is someone who's lived in New York City her whole life. Uh You know what I mean? And and I'm like, you can't, and you can't order a cab because of the shooting. So many people were ordering cabs. Yep. And the prices, they were, it was like a hundred. Yeah. They don't want people to survive. Not in New York. They want you to go to South Dakota. Yeah. Or or they want to call for they want people to feel so unsafe that they say we need more police. But the police that we got are not working. (laughs) It ain't happened. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. Nobody wants to say that, but they want to get people to that point where they're like, oh, well, if you don't feel safe in the subway, maybe you need more cops. We don't. I'm good. I'm going to subway to just work. How yeah, about that's just it. Work? Could you show up? <laughs> Could you not be delayed for like 30 minutes and just run? Could you just run? Um, now, I want to take it back a second because you were saying that you, when you were first getting the, the light bulb, the spark to start comedy, mm-hmm. you watched, you started watching comedy, taking notes, things like that. And I've heard you speak before. You said that your favorite comedians were Cat uh, Williams and Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for the Martin reunion? The only thing I'm not, I'm going to be sad about is because Tommy's not going to be there. And he was such, believe it or not, he was a really key role in the show. Of course he was. A lot of the jokes was around him not having a job. We ain't got no job, man. He 
was so suave and deadly yeah. hair, like I would have given him the drawers. You know what I mean? Yeah, he would have been like, he would have definitely got these drawers. Mm-hmm. But yes, 100 percent Even though Tisha Campbell, ooh, them years and them babies ain't do her no job. She was on another show too, I think, with um what was that show with one of the Wayne's brothers that she was on? She played my wife, wife and kids. My wife and kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was she's like, Gina. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always call my brother. He never. He's younger than me, so he didn't grow up watching Martin. But I always call him Bruh Man Fifth Flow, and he never knows. He's <laughs> like, he's like, who is that? <laughs> Isn't that Tracy Morgan? Was it? Was it one? Is, one? Is, oh no. Hustle Man, Hustle Man. Hustle, Hustle Man, man was, was Tracy, Tracy Morgan, Morgan. yet. Yeah. Oh, my God. But look at Tracy now. I know. Paid. <laughs> and not even from comedy. Isn't that the no. crazy part? You got all that money from an accident, not even comedy. He was on an episode recently of Conan O'Brien's podcast, and uh-huh. I, I actually listened to it twice. The way Conan, um, they're obviously friends. They've obviously known each other for years. But the way Conan finessed Tracy's silliness in a way to get him to get to the realness that I listened to the interview twice. I thought it was brilliant, but Tracy does say something in the interview where he says he sits on the side of the highway in a, um, like a lawn chair waiting for an Amazon truck to hit him. <laughs> He's I, trying to be extra paid. Yep. I thought that was great. Um, yep, it's a great Walmart. interview. That's crazy. Just, yeah. just think your life could change like that. And then yeah. you paid off of it, like big time. Like, big time paid. And he was already big time paid. And now this no, is money. He yeah. wasn't. Mm-mm. He was no. paid. He was regular paid. Wow. Not 90 million. Yeah, he no, was no, not, not worth 90 mil- million. 90 no, no, mil- no, no, that's no, a no. different type of paid. Yeah, that's a different life. A little 10 million is cool, but 90? That's a that's yeah. a different tax bracket. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That changes everybody under you's life too. Mm-hmm, More right. people under you than, right. than it would have. Wow. Like, remember, he would he bought a car. He bought a crazy, like a million dollar car and two minutes later it got dented up. Yeah. You know, it's just, you could do stuff like that and even think about it. Yeah. He doesn't I'm care trying to be like that. I'm trying to be like that. I'm trying to be the Kevin Hart of a uh, financial comedy. Like I just want his money. I, yeah. I like the success, but I want his money too. Cause he got his money. Mm. Yeah. The living easy money. Now, Dory, what do you have going on this year? Is there anything this year that you're really looking forward to? Anything that you want to plug right now? The only thing I'm really looking forward to this year is maybe moving to New Orleans for a little bit uh-huh. um, to try out the heat and comedy over there. Mm-hmm. I really want to do more Southern. Okay. I feel like I want to try that, like Mississippi, Tennessee, you know, yeah. Texas area, you know, yeah. Florida. I want to try that muscles, a little yeah. bit. The one thing I think you guys should probably look out for, maybe two things, is definitely my podcast, Co Adventures. That should be coming out probably in September. Yay. And also me doing more sketches. You should see me on the small, small screen more often. The itty bitty screen. The itty bitty bitty TikTok. But we can we can watch Dory on anything now, Dory. Can you give everybody your social media so they can give you a follow, a like, a subscribe, and uh, so they can yes. watch you on the itty bitty screen to the big big on, screen? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at oh damn that's Dory and that's Dory with the I D O R I and dimples D I M P L E Z. Dory, yes. this was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. I love my wild night. It wasn't as wild as in no. my head. I felt it was. Are mad. you it was... kidding me? Are you kidding me? Look at me right now. Look okay, at I'm me right sure. now. Are you kidding me? You spent a weekend with an usher lookalike <laughs> fucking on balconies in Miami while you had a man at home. And then you went back and did it again by accident. Yeah. That yeah, was a wild no, that night. That was on purpose that time. I needed to get it. I needed to get it. I needed a refill. Let me get a refill. You're like, baby, I got to go put my phone in rice again. 
exactly, exactly. Dory, this was an absolute pleasure. It was so nice getting to know you a little bit. And hopefully I'll see you around the city before you make the move to New Orleans. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Rocky, so much for having me. This was amazing. Of course, Dory, this was amazing. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Bye.